0: Start. We have main engine start four,
1: three, two, one, zero. Thank you all for joining us today. We're going to talk about how do I even choose an HVAC company to do my replacement. And as a homeowner, we know Brian and I are both comfort advisors, and we understand that this is a big investment. This is not our hard-earned money, this is yours. And you wanna make sure you get the best possible service, the best value for your money. And in this episode, we're gonna kind of discuss a few important things to consider when you're choosing an HVAC company for your air conditioning systems replacement. First up, number one, the most important thing you can do is do your research. The best way to find the most trustworthy HVAC companies around you is talk to your friends, Talk to your family, talk to your coworkers, see who people are actually using. You know, back in the day before Google, that was the only way you could. If you or a friend or a family or a coworker had a good experience with a, with a company, they're gonna let you know. If they had a bad experience, they're gonna let you know the same thing. But then you kind of get an idea of the entire process when you're looking and talking to your friends and family. Um, another really good way to get started is to go through a few local companies and look at their Google reviews. And now also you've got Yelp, you've got BBB, Better Business Bureau and all kinds of things like that. But you wanna make sure you're looking at all of them, sort them, do the five stars, the one stars. Uh, Brian, what do you think the best way to look through reviews is? Well, I wanna re- reiterate what
0: you just said about friends and family. Looking online is a tool you can use, but it shouldn't be your only tool. You should yeah. be asking your friends and family about that. Um, I'm going to share with you a screen here, and we're going to look at some reviews. Again, I like Dallas because uh, it's not our market. Um,
1: let's see here. You got it? So, yeah, we're just going to go through some Google reviews. Okay. Yeah, cool. we're just going to look at a few. So in Google
0: like for Dallas, I wouldn't want to look at Dallas HVAC, it's going to bring up everybody in the DFW Metroplex. So I s- pretended that I live in Plano, right? So I'm gonna right. look at Plano HVAC. So this is what pops up. This is a bunch of so AC- like,
1: to give an idea is let's say you lived in Houston, like where we're at, you could type in Woodlands HVAC. And you can even highlight this a little bit more HVAC replacement, right? And get a better idea of who's coming in, but you could be Woodlands, you could be, you could be River Oaks, you could be, you know, type in your specific area. Just like this is it, this is perfect, right here. All right, let's rock and roll. Here,
0: this is bringing up Houston.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because you got, uh, but I said Plano, Plano, Texas, HVAC. See what pops up there. All
0: right, let's see what happens. Eh, there There we go now we're
1: getting to some places here so
0: we can look at all these companies and it has our ratings over here but we still have in excess of a
1: hundred companies to look through here yeah
0: so i mean i'm looking
1: at the map on on the screen right now i'm looking at the map and i can kind of see you know where are these people at are they really close to me or is it some you know box company with a satellite store or something like that. And so you're also having sponsored ads too.
0: Yes. And that's another thing that you have to be careful when you're looking, just because it pops up first, doesn't mean it's the best. It's just, they paid money to be there.
1: And if they're paying money, you're going to be paying that money too, right? Yes. If you see
0: commercials for a, a company, you're paying for that. You see sponsored
1: content on Google, you're paying for that. Uh,
0: Lots of things. Doesn't
1: mean they're not gonna do a good job. That that's doesn't not what mean we're saying that at all. It's just that their overhead is a little bit higher. So we sorted these by 4.5
0: rating or better. Let's okay. see how that narrowed things down. Well, there's still a bunch of them.
1: It doesn't end, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why we get to the point of asking homeowners, your neighbors, if mm-hmm. you see a box truck and an install going on in your neighborhood. It's probably the build was similar. The equipment was similar. You're probably on the on, on the fast track to having to do the same thing. You should probably meet your neighbor. <laughs> get there. Yeah,
1: I mean, back you on know, that. and on that note, like talking to your friends and family and neighbors and stuff. Another really good thing to think about is start paying attention to the vans that you see driving around your neighborhood. The people who are there every single day. So at least you know, hey, if something does happen, these guys are already in my area a lot of the time. And that's definitely something to consider. Absolutely. So I, I guess what I want
0: to part with on this is that you want to use multiple um, options when you're looking to evaluate an hv company for you. Google is just one tool. Use a bunch. Check BBB and the mm-hmm. other outlets that we referenced earlier
1: nowadays a lot of people are using the next door app because it really is narrowed down to your yep. neighborhood and people are talking you know see the
0: facebook uh yeah make a post
1: groups. make a facebook post yeah. who do you guys recommend and why
0: now i might take those recommendations and then go to google and compare Bingo,
1: go and then start doing my own okay. research yep <clears throat>
0: What should we do once we've got a few companies picked out? What would you do, David?
1: All right. So let's say I've got a couple of companies picked out. Let's see. Can we unshare your screen here? Yeah, there we go. Once I've got a couple of companies picked out, you know, based on who I've talked to and what I've seen, it's time to get a couple of quotes. When I say a couple I'm not talking about getting 10 different quotes. There's no reason to do that. It's a waste of your time and it's a waste of at least nine people's time working for these companies because most quotes are going to be free. If somebody's charging you for a replacement quote, that's probably your first red flag. Most reputable companies are doing a free estimate, okay? You got to get a couple of quotes. You're going to call the number that you found on Google or from a business card from a friend or a neighbor and you're going to let them know. Hi, I would like to get a free estimate to replace my air conditioning system. Let them know exactly what you're doing. Most of the time, the girls or guys who are answering the phone. They're dealing with this all day long. They know exactly what to do. They're going to get all of your information. And then they're going to pick something that works with your schedule. Okay. Um, Ensure that while that comfort advisor, which is the gentleman who's going to come and see you, and he's going to be taking measurements of your home, or he should be, Unfortunately, most people don't, to find out the right size of your system. He's gonna be going through the home and kind of seeing how you use that home. Make sure that you're letting them know, man. These are the things that I like about my system. These are the things that I don't like. The more information, the better. Hey, Billy upstairs has got really bad allergies. This room is hotter than this room. Get all of that stuff out there so that when you do get your options, and you've given this guy some, maybe you got some issues, some pains with this old one, he's got solutions, right? And if there's something that you did like about that last unit, he can make sure and incorporate that into the new unit, right? So once we've got a couple of quotes, Brian, what should we do next?
0: Well, one thing you wanna do is ask the HVAC company about the brands of air conditioning systems they use and why they prefer them. Right. Uh I'm sure the company uses high-quality, energy-efficient equipment that meets your specific needs. Keep in mind, some companies only recommend one brand. They are contract- contractually obligated to sell only that brand. If there's a certain brand you're looking for, go to their website and su- see who they recommend to use in your area, as it will be a trusted
1: and proven contractor. So that makes perfect um, sense, then, right? If you're looking for a yeah. carrier, go to the carrier website type in, go to their find a dealer and see who they recommend. Cause they're only going to be recommending the trusted people who or whether it's train or whatever it is in your area, whether people are factory trained, they've been doing this for years. You know, you're going to get somebody who knows what they're talking about. Right.
0: You will from, you will get a company that has a good relationship with carrier or train or Linux, whoever you have a, a desire to put in your house.
1: Well, I mean, that makes perfect sense. So I guess the next step would be, right, I've gotten a couple of quotes. Let's say I've gotten three quotes. That's the magic number for some reason. I don't know why it's been like that for 50 years. People want three quotes. And now I've got kind of a better idea of one, the cost. Two, what's out there? And three, who's out there? Um, Would you agree with me when I say, who installs your equipment is way more important than what you install.
0: Yes. I would now, rather why have a competent why would you agree with that? Because even the best equipment installed by some jack wagons that don't know what they're going to do, it's not going to you're not going to be happy with that. You need you need great equipment, but the installers are probably more important than the equipment.
1: I I 100% am on the same page. So day 1 is pretty much the most important day in the life of your air conditioning, how it's installed, how they airtight seal things, how they do their welding or their brazing, you know, ensuring that it was properly sized from the very beginning. All of these things short of keeping your filters changed in Texas, you should probably be keeping them changed monthly, but that's a whole different episode there. So now you've got three quotes and you're wondering holy cow, how the heck am I going to afford this? Because we know what it costs, right, Brian? It's, we know. It's not, it's not what you see on the internet. I'll tell you that right now. And that's from any company in the world. So these prices can vary a lot depending on the companies that you're choosing. If you are choosing a stand in a van, who's a one-man operation, who's operating out of his garage, and he's going to pick up the equipment as you purchase it, he's probably going to be a lot less than if you called the company who takes care of the entire DFW or greater Houston area, and they have 30 trucks and beltway toll road frontage and all these advertising and stuff. It's probably going to be a really drastic difference. The good thing though, is even if that's the company that you want, because they've been around for 50 years, you know, things like this, you got to take that stuff into consideration most companies have financing and most companies have 0% interest financing us right now we've got 60 months 0% interest usually there's a discount if you don't need that kind of a long term and most people even have a check discount depending on the job that you're doing a smaller guy may request some money down right but the bigger guys they probably they're okay and they have this money on lock and they'll collect everything once something is totally done. Right. So we've got a few quotes. I figured out how I'm going to pay for it. Right. I can do the financing. I can put on a credit card. Some even have deferred payments. You know, there's definitely something for everyone. Heaven forbid you're not in the best credit situation. There are second chance financing and different things. I've even seen some companies do in-house financing. You just got to ask right? There's something for everyone. Everyone can do this. So now that I've got all that, what am I doing next, Brian?
0: Well, this is what every homeowner wants to do. They want to compare the quotes and they want to boil this down to apples to apples. And it's rarely going to be- I hear
1: that a lot. Apples to
0: apples. (laughs) I want to hear apples to apples. The problem with that is that when we just talked about the quality of the install mattering a whole lot- this piece of paper with a train XR 15 is just for a lot of homeowners. I'm just looking at pieces of paper with that model and a price on it. Right. Those are very different though. What you're gonna get. You know, these this might be a real apple. This is a picture of an apple. It's it doesn't even it, it's not the same thing. But you're gonna compare these quotes that you received and you look at the total cost of the replacement. You want to look at the warranties offered. You want to make sure they're going to register this equipment so you get the maximum warranty from the manufacturer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Additional services, um, when we talk about apples to apples, there's a lot more that goes into it. I think a company that's a 4.9 with a uh, 1,000 reviews uh, that your neighbors used and loved, is that worth $500 more than some guy that doesn't even have any reviews? He's going to load it up in the back of a pickup truck. And show up at
1: your house. Yeah, Yeah. and what happens two years later when that system breaks down, 4th of July weekend, and you try and get a hold of that guy? Where's he at? That guy? He's going to be out out on the lake fishing or something. uh, Yeah, if if he's still in business. If he's still around.
0: He probably would go out of business and start a new business under a different name. You know, after all this pricing increase uh, increases happened, a lot of the really small mom and pop are the the chuck-in-a-truck guy, he went out of business. He couldn't get products. Yeah. We haven't seen that for a while, the, these really low ball offers that come in. But if you got two, let's say you got four reviews and three of them were pretty close in price, let's say they were within a thousand dollars, and you have one that comes in three thousand dollars less than anybody else, that you should
1: be very concerned about that. I would be. What, what am I missing? Yeah, what and am you're I missing? Something out of that. As you know but there's so come many back
0: and look at, at some other things here. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You want to make sure they're licensed, they're insured. Ah, something, good one. He falls off the roof or something. I don't know what he would be doing up there, but let's say he did.
1: You can fall through the the ceiling.
0: I've done you that can before. Fall through your ceiling. <laughs> All right. Guilty. You're not really an air conditioning person and if you've never fallen through the ceiling, you're no,
1: not you haven't gotten your your shoes wet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's right. All right, so insurances
1: and licensing, what else?
0: Yep. Um, Permits. Uh, uh, Is he going to pull the permit? Is he just going to do some unpermitted work? Uh, Are there any codes that are unique to your area that he needs to know about? That's why you kind of want someone local.
1: Well, that's something Something that pops up a lot in Houston, right? That's something that pops up a lot in Houston is different areas have specific codes based on hurricane winds, based on flood zones. You know, the outdoor unit needs to be elevated or it needs to be strapped down. You know, there are a lot of different factors that can put a real wrench in your job. If that inspector shows up and cancels everything. And now you have to start all over and good luck chasing your money down from staying in a van. Right. Yeah. He he got your check. He did his job. He's out of there.
0: What else should they be looking for? What do you think? If,
1: Well, when you're looking at this stuff, be looking for a lot of the certifications. One, if they are a preferred dealer for your manufacturer, that means they're doing factory training. That means they're keeping up on all the training that they have to, to be able to work, operate, and install this equipment. Um, And there's a couple of different things. You got the NATE certifications, which is the North American Technical Excellency. I got it, thank goodness, but I had it from when I was a technician. And it's, about as in-depth of testing as you can get on different specifications, you know, it could be residential heating and cooling, commercial cooling, refrigeration, gas furnace, you know, things like this. Most reputable companies, their techs are going to be Nate certified. There's ACA2, which is the air conditioning contractors of America's. And this just show that everybody's gone through the specialized training. For their installers, do they use subcontractors or do they use in-house installers? Now what's the difference there so a subcontractor can still be a fantastic installer for you right it could be somebody that the company has used for 10 years they just happen to be a 1099 employee not a w2 right? right. so there's definitely some things how long have these installers been there installers probably have the highest turnaround in the hvac industry because come winter time in texas it is slow There is not a lot to do. And if you're not taking care of your installers, they're going to go find someone who will take care of them. So that's another sign. I would check and ask, you know, who are your crews? How long have they been with you? That's a very, very important thing. Probably more important than in-house or subcontractor. But in-house is always going to be better because now these guys are part of the family. Right. And an installer sometimes doesn't feel like part of the family. You know, they're not invited to the company, you know, Christmas parties and and they don't get yeah. to do the, the meetings with with breakfast and stuff like this because they're out installing stuff, man. And they're on the road at 430 a.m. loading up and getting out to the job. So definitely some stuff to think about. Ask for references. Right. Me, myself, I probably have a list of 10 or 12 clients who have offered to talk to anybody else should they have any questions about Majestic AC. These are certified people who have purchased and they were just so happy about the way things went that they're open to telling someone else what to expect. Right now. That's a plus. Sometimes it's hard for people to come up with that. I I don't, what do you think? As far as, I mean, asking for references and stuff, I mean, it helps, but not everybody's going to have that on the spot, right? I mean, not everybody. I always
0: want to respect the homeowner's privacy, but with that being said, I probably have a dozen people I could call yeah. right now and say, hey, someone wants to see this, and I could call it in if you wanted that.
1: Yeah, that that's no exactly problem. right. So, I mean, so we're, we've done a lot of research at this point. We've kind of narrowed down the brand we want we've figured out how we're going to pay for it anything else that we should be looking for
0: well i guess you want to check availability and response time for the company that you pick but keep in mind in june or july you know here in houston anyway or in texas or any gulf coast city we're really really busy in the summertime so you can get things you can get quality you can get it fast and you can get it at a really good price. You can get any two of those, but you can't get all three. So in the summer, if you get something good quality um, and you get it at a good price, it's not going to be fast. This summer, I had a guy who we were going to do. He called me. I'd worked with him before on some other house, and I gave him a price, and I was probably $1,500 better than the other guy, but the other guy could come tomorrow and install it, for us, it was going to be two or three days before I could yeah. get to it. He spent that money. That's how uncomfortable it is in Houston that someone would blow $1,500 to feel better 24 hours sooner. Um, but if somebody's sitting around and they don't have a whole lot going on, especially in Houston in June or July, that they can turn around that fast, you should probably be concerned. You probably should be busier than that.
1: Yeah, a little light bulb should go off in your head like, well, why don't they have work right now? You know? Now, yeah. well, granted, I don't want to wait two weeks to get this done. So I understand that. And, and a planned replacement is going to be a lot easier than an emergency replacement. Instead of waiting until the wheels fall off, you know, maybe start taking a look at this stuff, you know, going into the fall and planning for a winter. So when your system's down, it's still comfortable in your house do things go a little bit smoother in the winter?
0: Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, how so? Well, I think that the, like up in the attics, it's probably 120, 130, 140 degrees. Guys can only work so long in that before they have to come out and and take breaks and Mm -hmm. hydrate in the winter time. You know, you can stay up there for the entirety of the install. It's not that uncomfortable. Um, Things are just, they're just easier to get done when we're not in such an extreme environment.
1: Well, yeah, you go from a a summertime job, you know, starting at 7 a.m. and getting out of your house at 6.30 to 7 p.m. to in the wintertime, starting around 8 and being out of there before lunch, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we've been seeing. Our installers, they're our guys. We've used them for a long time. We know exactly what to expect. So, You know, in time of the year, it's a lot easier to make these decisions when you're not sitting in your house and it's 95 degrees. You are going to choose the fastest. You are going to choose the first person who can even get to your house. And sometimes that's not always going to be the best. So try to plan ahead with these things. It's going to save you a headache in the long run. Because yeah you may have gotten that AC installed nice and you're comfortable for the first year <clears throat> but now your labor warranty's gone away and your system's down a year later because the installer didn't know how to weld or some jerkhead at the factory drove a forklift into a pallet and poked a hole and didn't want to get fired and didn't tell anybody but you're not seeing it until a year after it was installed you know so there's a lot of that stuff to take into consideration too. So at this point, Brian, we've got all the research we needed to look into these reviews. We've looked at the companies, we've talked to our friends, families, and coworkers. We've had a couple of guys come out to the house, take a look, and you're going to find everybody sees your home differently too. You know, find the person who was, went into the most depth, the most detail tried to find out as much about your home as could possibly be make sure that they're taking measurements of the home. Right. Another red flag for me personally, you should have a proposal before they leave your house. If know. it's two or three days out before you're getting an estimate, they don't care. And that's the first sign that they don't care. You know,
0: we can do a whole show, and we need to, about what should happen when that comfort advisor comes to your house. What are some things you need to be looking for? And that's too much to cover in this episode right here, but we're going to do that too. Um, it galls me every time when someone says, I come in there, they like me, they go, well, I just want to get this last uh, proposal. And I'll go, well, when's he coming out? And oh, he was here three days ago like okay still well, waiting on it yeah
1: i oh mean so, um, you know more aggressive you, than that
0: yeah you know, so hopefully at I this point
1: you've gotten enough information you've spoken to enough people trust your gut right i mean if it's a company that's been around for 10 plus years they've got a couple to a few hundred reviews online and they're decent you know they're 4.9 and, and you've read the bad ones you've seen that the homeowner responded to it and the and the or the company owner responded and the homeowner says thank you you fixed everything we're good to go you know read those cuz not all one star reviews are actual one star reviews some are on accident some are the wrong company which we covered uh, in the last episode there but trust your gut man you're going to get taken care of if you pick someone who's been around you pick someone who's in depth and took the right measurements and it's a brand that you know and you like and you trust the good brands aren't gonna let a schmuck install your equipment okay they're right. not like train is pretty picky about who they let install in your home you know and there's certain brands who aren't as picky and i'm not gonna say any of those but you can still have an amazing piece of equipment installed by amazing guys and it be the cheapest possible piece of junk there is and it still outlasts the nicest piece of equipment installed by some schmucks right yeah
0: So you're not gonna like that
1: no so just you know one time I, I
0: told this lady I said don't go with the cheapest guy okay this there's a lot more to this people like to think this is like buying an appliance like buying a, a dishwasher or a washing machine and it's done after that right and it's done right this thing has to run 24 365, you know, and we expect 10 years of that. And there's at so least design yeah. parameters that are different, you know, so this is very different. But I told this lady, don't go with the cheapest person. Just go with someone that's the most thorough, you know. And so she calls me back a few days later and says, well, I'm going to go against your advice and I'm going to go with you. You were the cheapest person. So I figured hmm. I probably shouldn't say that anymore, you know.
1: Yeah, I've I've explained it this way. And maybe this might help some homeowners, right? So you can go to any dealership. Let's say I'm buying a Ford F-150. I can go to any Ford dealership in the greater Houston area. And every single one of those trucks was made in the exact same factory. You know, when I'm buying a truck, a new truck, yeah, I'm buying it based on price. Because I don't need anything after that. They were all made the same. But if when you were buying that truck, they delivered all the parts to your driveway, And it was up to you to find somebody to put that truck together. Well, now that changes things. You might not have an F-150 by the time. You might have a minivan, depending on who puts it together. And the parts and pieces and how they were tightened and screwed together in the electronic. We are literally doing surgery on your home. There are so many factors and parts and pieces being put together in your home. That's why who installs it is way more important than what you install.
0: That's why that apples to apples comparison is so hard to
1: get it up is it there is they don't see. no there there's all the little parts and pieces the drain pan the overflow switch the yeah. return air plenum are they using metal boxes are they using yeah. you know duck board uh, they're just there's so many different things so be specific with your comfort advisors let them know what you want if you've done your research and you've got a good idea of what you're looking for. Tell them what you're looking for. Trust your gut. Do your research. You're going to be all right. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. What do you want to cover next time, Brian? I want to
0: talk about that in-home experience that you get from the comfort advisor from the appointment to what happens when they get there. What what should happen? What should yeah? What what should
1: happen? That's exactly what right. And then. uh and then I'll go through what happens 90% of the time. Yes. You know, which is the people you probably want to kick out of your house. And I think that after, after that episode, Brian, I'd like to do one. Um, what to expect on the day of the install. Okay. How, how, how should that whole day go? You know, and maybe the couple of days after and things like that. So we do have some good stuff for you guys. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, if you're one of our 30 people who's been watching, we appreciate <laughs> you, and uh, we're gonna keep keep coming out with some good information, right? We're here for you guys. We represent y'all. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I yeah. think that one could have gone better. Yeah, I. It was. It was. A I think we were, it was almost reading too much and it was kind of out of order at one point, but it doesn't matter. It's out there. Ah, we'll do better. It's guys. out there. And we're rocking and rolling. So you want to do what to, what you should be expecting, right? Yeah. Just, on, yeah. With a comfort advisor like, in your house.
0: You have an appointment set up. Um, if he's not there on time, he should have let you know ahead of time. Uh, he should probably tell you what he's going to do while he's there, which would include uh manual J, maybe we'll do a screenshot of one that we put up there so they'll see what it is. Um, just go that direction.